You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Uh, so uh, the, the incredible power of... Uh, technology <laughs> yeah indeed indeed uh so we wasn't uh looking forward to that one uh and for, for for that to that happening uh but regardless of the fact uh we are here uh so how how you doing today john i'm doing pretty well marcus just getting ready for the long weekend right yeah absolutely uh it, it has started already and uh yeah, you know, I can't believe it, it. We made it to Friday already. I I I can't believe it either. I mean, I, I what I can't believe is that we're actually in the first day or two of July. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seemed like June was a blink of an eye. Uh, it, it was an incredible uh, blink of an eye, indeed. It was. Uh, you know, uh, looking looking forward to the Fourth of July. You know, uh, maybe going to have a little bit of barbecue myself. Uh, uh, you know, and I, I, I'm already kind of fireworks out. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I think I think I'm going to go to a local restaurant. You know, outside. You know, obviously uh, social distance yeah. and, and eat outside. And uh, I actually like eating outside. I like eating outside more than I like eating inside now when the weather's warm and it always makes me feel like I'm traveling, you know, like I'm on vacation because a lot of restaurants, they don't have the facilities to usually eat outside, but now they're spending a fortune with tents and these tables that are more than five or six feet. They're like 15 or 20 feet, right? <laughs> you wear your mask to your table. And then when you get to your table, you take your mask off and it's like, okay, now we can eat. Now we're safe. We can eat. Everybody's <laughs> coming to you with masks and they're bringing you things. And then when you leave, you put your mask on and <laughs> right exactly uh you know i was I, I was walking past a couple of those tables and you know and um people seemed generally happy though they didn't seem very disturbed or, or very unbothered about a new setup uh so you know it, it may be something to investigate and, and try on definitely and the food's been real the food's been really good the restaurants have really been trying Yes. Um, you know, they've been working really hard to do everything they can because they want you back. I mean, they don't want you to not come back. Exactly. And only one or two people I have found that don't follow the mask rule. Uh, when you're at the restaurant, you know, they come in and it's like, you look at them like, hey, where's their mask? It's like, it's like what do they get, special treatment? <laughs> <laughs> but most of the people have been pretty good. You know, most people are, um, I'd say, past the point like you know when you go to bj's or costco they're like ready to kill you but now it seems like they've they've calmed down just a little bit and actually i could get a whole let's say 
12 or 24 pack of bounty paper towels, which usually you have to like tackle somebody to get. There was yeah. actually 50 still left on the rack. So I think people are starting to, I don't know, mellow a little bit. Yeah, I would think so too. You know, um, you know, it, it's real good when you can, you know, still, you know, walk in the store and, and find what you need. Now you're even, you're even starting to see hand sanitizer come back. Yes, yes, yes. Now yeah. we gotta wait. Now we gotta wait. Now we gotta wait for the wipes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you know, uh, you know, I I know you know people were you know busy entertaining themselves and um, you know. Um, Especially with TikTok, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you, you, you're a big fan of TikTok or if you did any TikToking, you know, during, during this whole quarantine period, uh, you know, so, uh, but I, I know um, I, I have a cat and, you know, he's a, he's TikTok famous. Uh, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, TikTok's uh, in the news right, right about now. Um, you know, they, they, you know, they've been put under the, the radar here for spying and uh, security, you know, so uh, TikTok was caught copying iOS users' clipboard contents and claim it's an anti-spam feature. So I don't know what that's all about, but uh, yeah, well, you know, it, it, it was it, it was actually June 26th was originally reported. It, it happened yes. right, or actually, it happened before that. But that's when you know they 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 made the big blow up of it. Right. And uh, you know TikTok probably maybe better than I do. It's 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 a video sharing uh, uh, platform, and it was already very popular. But the thing about it is that you know TikTok, they, you know they promised that they were going to uh, do the right things, and that they said that they're going to end the practice within a couple of weeks. But I don't know if that's true, uh, to be honest with you. And and I don't really want to speculate as to you know why they're doing it. But, you know, TikTok really didn't get developed in the U.S., you know. Right. So because of that, and again, not to, not to call any of our friends or enemies out, but I have to believe that this wasn't an accident. Yeah. I have to believe that they're grabbing data, unfortunately. I mean, I'm a pretty easygoing guy and I'm trusting. But right now, I don't even believe the pandemic was an accident. Okay? And that, that's a whole other topic, I know. But uh tiktok grabbing the data you know they're grabbing every one to three keystrokes are they really grabbing every one to three or um are they you know grabbing everything and the system's just not able to pick it up so i think um you know this feature we're very concerned because of people's identity uh they say it's about spam but um I just feel that a lot of these applications, you probably know this when you install them on your, on your iPhone or your Android, you know, they ask you to give permissions. Yes. And a lot there's of people no way say around no. that. <laughs> and there's no way around that. And if you say no, then the app won't work or you, you pull it up and it's like, okay, I can't get somewhere. I can't pull it up. Or you have to now go into the settings screen and get to this screen and get to that screen and click on this screen. And most people don't even know how to find the settings, let alone, you know, where to change it. So yeah. I feel that TikTok, uh, you know, just kind of being, a, you know, an outsider to this, I believe that there was more to, you know, what they were doing. I, I, I don't think it was all about, um, I really don't think it was about uh, anti-spam. Uh, you know, social media has been the battle, as you know, with the United States, with Russia and China. I'm sure you know that. Yep. And, you know, who has control over data is really the name of the game. And whether we're talking about Facebook or any of these platforms, right, 
I think our personal data is so important to us, uh, you know, personal information. I was helping a client out the other day and um, she had a computer from like the year one. And unfortunately, this computer was a great computer back in its time, but it didn't have the right security on it today. It was a Windows 7 computer. And the person wanted to go in and (laughs) check their policy information. And the lady was a very, very nice lady. And, um, but I was trying to explain to her that, you know, it's important that we understand that you just don't go on there. And the lady still went on there. And I'm like, well, if you do that, you're kind of doing that against my better judgment. But, you know, you do what you want. Because you're still putting in your username and password, and now it's giving up your address, your information on the screen, and it's not secure. Um, you know, and then I saw on there that uh, the copy of Microsoft was not authentic. And that doesn't mean it was like the best diamond or anything, but it means it's not legal. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the question was, you know, John, how did that happen? How did it happen? An unscrupulous hacker, bad player basically grabbed your valid license code and left you with nothing. And now Microsoft thinks you have a stolen copy of Windows and has reverted some of the features back, including installing updates because they don't think you have a licensed version. And somebody else wow. is selling that for at least 50 bucks on the black market. Oh, you yeah. know, to people that are you know, not scrupulous. And I'm sure you know, we've talked about this a little before that there's a dark web and you know, my point is to let people know that it exists, not to tell people how to get there or how to use it, but it exists. And I know a long time ago, I was listening to and watching a video from somebody that says, hey, you know, I have a family, I have people, I'm just doing what I'm doing, and why are you ranking on me? And I got to saying, you know, I'm not here to judge people, but why doesn't the guy get a job or the person get a job? Like, why are they doing this? You know, I'm not discriminating anybody for any reason, but why are they stealing people's personal information, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, you know, it, it seems like you know they they want to uh, they they say they want to improve the user experience, but you know, then on the the back end, you know, um, they they could be you know, like you said, TikTok is an outsider. You don't know what type of uh, close relationship it has and loyalty it has with its government. So that's, that's very concerning um, on that matter, you know, um, and for, you know, uh, for and then they, then they say they, they no longer not going to be reading the clipboards on the iOS. And, you know, so can you trust that? Well, you know, but that, uh, that's, that's my, that's my whole point. And, and um, what I would say to this is that, you know, the, 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 the founder of TikTok actually is from China. Right. So, you know, uh, I, I just feel that, um, you know, I, and I don't want to be, you know, saying anything bad about these people, regardless of whether from China, and I know all this came from them, and, but the, the, uh, the owner of TikTok, it's no secret, uh, he founded TikTok, uh, uh, Zhang Yiming, if I'm pronouncing that correct, uh, the owner of Bike Dance and Gears Up for Local Stage. And, you know, uh, the founder of TikTok, you know, he's gearing up and what he's doing and, uh, you know, he's looking for a way to be different. But I think the point about TikTok is that he was trying to become the new internet sensation. So he launches this around, what was it, around 2016, I believe it was roughly, yeah. give or take. And, uh, you know, he reached over, what, 500 million people globally? 
and he's attracting attention of of some influencers right because that's everybody who follows you know videos like what we watch and podcasts that we're putting out there that you know the listeners like you are watching it's the influencers you know that actually help our show uh to grow to even more great people like yourselves out there but it's the tech giants it's people like facebook and google it's attracting their attention and why do you think it's getting their attention i'm going to tell you it's because they're they're shaking up the marketplace okay right. and if you didn't know this by now uh mr yiming he's a chinese billionaire according to forbes so you know i don't care what he makes I always say that whatever you do, you have to do things ethically. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And if you don't, it's going to bite you in the rear sometime. Now, you might get ahead for several years, and you might be the greatest thing since sliced bread. But one or two things are going to happen. You're going to become an internet sensation. Two, you're going to wind up with a police investigation. (laughs) Or three, you're going to be acclated for doing something so wonderful because you did something, uh, you know, so amazing. But unfortunately, Marcus, these things don't happen overnight. And, you know, everybody thinks that the claim to fame happens like that. It doesn't. No. You know, things going viral, that happens so infrequently, right? So I think the whole point about this is that when we decide to do something, we have to do something with the right purpose. And, you know, we've already seen the, the owner and the CEO of Facebook, and I can't tell you that they're truthfully going to take my information and not sell it to somebody. Right? I can't say that, and I can't say they're not going to do it or they are going to do that, but why does Facebook, or any entity for that matter, why do they want us to fax over our passports? Fax yeah, that's, over that's our really, passports. It's really weird. you know. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then when you call them up and you ask them, why do you need this? Oh, we're going to open a ticket on that one. On which one? That is like a big pet peeve of mine. When somebody yeah. says they're going to help me with that one or this one, you just know that it's equated with that BS, right? That they don't yeah. know what they're talking about. And I feel that, you know, people that are so making Facebook their life and now they got locked out. Oh, well, the only way to get you reinstated is, is your passport. But now what's happened is people have challenged this. And I even myself, I said, why do you need that? Got locked in the account. Well, well, we really don't need that. You send a letter from an attorney or say you're going to contact an attorney and now suddenly like, oh, no, 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 we don't really need that. We just need some validation and we only need that if you're doing political stuff. So they're changing their story when you try to challenge them. Wow. But why should we have to challenge them in the first place? And I know that our passports, uh, I think it said that our, our U.S. passports are worth somewhere between ten and $20,000. 
Jeez. they get in the wrong holy, hands. Holy moly. Right. So, so, so we already yeah. said what happens with credit, you know, with, with, with the people's personal information on TikTok or whatever it is. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it, it's a challenge. I mean, and look at the newest one now, uh, Marcus, what's the yeah. new one? I think they just yeah. started happening. What is they're, it? The credit card thing? Yeah. They're hiding credit card skimmers in online images. So this yeah. is, this is really, really a nasty surprise. That's, um, waiting for you. <sighs> I think, to be honest with you, Marcus, this is really below the bell. I mean, this yes. is just really – I'm sorry. This is a low blow. And I feel that, you know, already when they were having programs that were, you know, you click on a picture and then it grabs your credit card information, all right, that's not great, but that's at least right in the open, right? Uh, a program that's very well-known and, and respected and, and uh, uh, I've used for many years, it's Malwarebytes. Um mm -hmm. And Malwarebytes is a great threat analysis program. They have a free program and a paid program. And um, Malwarebytes, for a very long time, has been able to detect things that other programs can't. I've always found that no matter what program you have, nobody can detect everything. So you need a couple uh, tools to actually do that. And Malwarebytes is very good at detecting um, spyware. And uh, what they've concluded is that What's going on right now is the case of the credit card skimmer masquerading project. Mm. Um, and they detected the one when you click on a favorite icon um, yeah. that they'd be able to get your information by clicking on it. But now they're not doing that anymore, Marcus. They're getting smarter. Right. They're, they're, they're taking the code, okay, that, that really bad, unscrupulous Java code, which runs a script on a website, and they're not putting it on an icon. They're hiding it into the metadata of your EXIF. Now that's your exchangeable information file format. In English, that's that format that your Apple phone puts your pictures into to yes. give you things like your uh, positioning, who took the picture, the name of the device, your GPS location. Okay, so there's a lot of personal information that's stored in your photo that most people are not Big even time. aware of, Big time. right? And that's being done, they claim, for our security, okay? Did you know that even in Microsoft, and I'm not going to get off on a tangent here, but did you know that in Word, if you send a document to somebody, and let's just say you put a threat in there, hopefully you never do that, but if somebody did that or put something that was, let's say, not ethical, did you know that there's information in your document that you save that you can't see? that's actually gonna reveal your IP address and information about you that could help people come after you. Oh, wow. Now, I think that's a good thing in a sense that, you know, we don't want people to be hidden, but I also yeah. think there's a cost to our personal privacy. So they're hiding this information in this uh, metadata of the picture. So now when you, when you click on, when you're, seeing the, when you're seeing the picture on the page, it's causing this JavaScript to run. Now here's the real interesting kicker. Not only are they, getting that script to grab your data, but they're doing something really clever. They're taking the information and they're saving it back into an image file. And now your hacker can just go grab that data. Oh man. Oh my goodness. That, that's, that's really scary. You know, um, and it, it, you know, it, it makes you really susceptible, you know, and, and really, you know, uh, uh, really, you know, it makes your data really sensitive uh, to, uh, something that you you know you, you 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 won't even even notice it. It's like a decoy, the perfect decoy. That 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 that's exactly right. And you know, 
people don't realize today that, you know, when you go online, and I think I've said this to you before, and I'm going to probably say it a million times during our shows, is that people feel so comfortable at home in their private little nook or their living room or their recreation room or their family room that they feel they're in this impenetrable barrier, right? But they're not. They look like they're secure, but they're getting a full sense of reality. You know, I think the first question I asked you, if you remember last show, was, Marcus, would you give your credit card out to a total stranger? And I think you said no. Yeah, I said no. Right? right. <laughs> so, 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 so why, is it, why is it that people are feeling that this is safe to do online? You know, like, yeah. it, it's like this false facade. And, and I feel that's the, that's the problem. People are being too trusting. So, and, so, uh, so, you, so you mentioned malware bites, though, as, as the perfect, perfect you know, uh, way to combat this. You know, um, mm -hmm. and, and you said they have a free, free version of it? Yes, you can go to malwarebytes.org. Uh, and you can go to that website, and there's a thing for free. And they say that you could download it for free. And I think I've talked to you about this before. When you download from sites, if you don't know who they are, you have to trust the site. You can check different information to see if they're secure. But Malwarebytes has been around for a long time. Now, there are other sites that masquerade and say they have Malwarebytes. Mm -hmm. Some of them are good. Some of them are not. But if you're going to something that's probably very long, like a URL when you can't really make it out or it's some weird name that you can't produce or repronounce, I would say there's a good shot that you're probably going to a website that might be going to causing you some harm. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so I think a lot of times people, people like things for free, right? Everybody likes things for free. Right. But you probably heard the, the story or, or, or your friends have told you there's no free lunches. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> or maybe, maybe no free dinners or no free, they don't say no free breakfasts, but they, there's no free meals, right? Right. If you get something for free, I have to believe that somewhere down the road, there's going to be a consequence. Yes. Maybe I'm going to give up personal information about myself. Maybe they're going to learn um, what my buying strategies are. Now, you might not think that that's a bad thing, but then where do you draw the line, Marcus, between what's marketable data, okay, and things that are just considered personal data that people should track for, for benefits of, of attracting customers. I mean, how do you draw that line? Yeah, I think it's, it's a really, really fine line to walk in. You know, you, you can't really tiptoe, you know, uh, on either side, you know, because, you know, uh, one way or the other, uh, you, it only takes one bad actor uh, to, you know, to corrupt the whole, the whole pool. You know, uh, yep, yep. They, 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 they can ruin, they can ruin the entire play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, uh, in, you know, it, we, in other news here, you know, we, we, we got Microsoft and, you know, uh, that's permanently closing, uh, all of his retail stores. So, so what, so what does this mean? You know, John, uh, is, you know, should we be alarmed by this? Uh, should many people look for more stores like Microsoft? To, to be closing as well? Well, for, first thing, Mark, is a couple things. So we all know that we're in a pandemic right now. I mean, that, that's no surprise. Yes. Um, the first thing is, is that a lot of stores that require people to, to have foot traffic, they're going to close. Now, I'm not talking about all your local stores like your pizzerias or your nail salon or your local businesses in your town, but 
a lot of these big stores, they're closing. And some of these uh, stores that people don't patronize, okay, um, are closing. Now, Microsoft, I have to say, you know, Microsoft um, always wants to be the leader, right? They want to be the leader. And um, Microsoft basically has been not much different than Cisco. And just to talk about Cisco for a second. So Cisco, many, many years ago, was a company that you believe was about people's best interests, right? But what happened to them many years ago? They started pulling the roof and the carpet out from small businesses. Now, they say they're out for small business, right? They want to help a small business. A small business is right. 10 to 50 people, that's not what they call a small yeah. business. They call a small business 100 or more. So not to get too off tangent, but they're charging people more money for more like their small business, which is really small enterprise, and they're whacking that whole small market. Now, Microsoft is also a follower. I mean, all these tech companies, they all kind of follow each other. Who did Microsoft follow when they opened the stores? You know how they, who they followed? They, they followed, followed Apple. They fo Exactly. <laughs> they followed <laughs> Apple. Now, Apple's successful, right? Yeah. Apple is successful. Apple's having some challenges right now in their stores, but they're still doing okay. Microsoft really never did okay. Have you ever been to a Microsoft retail store before? I never had a reason to go. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I had the un, unfortunate experience to go, and I didn't need to go, but I just wanted to kick the tires. Okay. Uh, back when I was in high school or college, one of my good buddies. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We would go out to a store. I'm not going to mention the name, but we'd go out to the store and we would go hunting for a PC and, and, and basically state that we knew nothing about technology. And we'd do this for an hour or two. We'd let them get looped and lost. And then we'd go have lunch. And if we had nothing better to do, we'd come back after lunch and say, we're looking to buy this. And we would kind of finish the story where they left off. And they would just give us so many different stories that I'm like, you can't make this stuff up. You really can't. <laughs> and um, Microsoft is actually, they're saying to be closing close to 83 and maybe more stores. But yeah. Microsoft is blaming this. Now, I don't like to blame anybody. I don't like to discriminate against anybody for any reason. And I feel that Microsoft is scapegoating. Yeah. They're blaming the closure on the pandemic. Everyone you talk to in our world is either positive or negative. But one thing I can't tolerate is blaming something on the pandemic. So if your business is having challenges because of the pandemic, I get it. We're all having challenges. But if you're not even going to try to go back to work or try to do something, 
you can't blame that on a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? You have to at least try. I'm not saying to do things unsafely. So Microsoft is closing, going to close these stores and maybe even more. Their stores weren't very good. They had somebody there that would check you in. They gave you a free bottle of water. Now, who else is doing this? And they're doing pretty well. The other store that's doing this is Verizon. Okay. Mm-hmm. But again, Verizon is a service everyone needs. Now, Microsoft, people don't go into a Microsoft store to buy software. Where do they buy it? Online. Right? right. Or they go to a local um, wholesaler like, like a BJ's or a Costco and they buy it for not pennies on the dollar, but you know what I'm saying. Right. And uh, Microsoft store was there for one reason. If you have a technology challenge, you could go into this Microsoft store and they would help you free of charge. Right. right. How does a company like that operate these large facilities? Okay paying a nice penny in rent, okay, and not selling a lot of product. How do they do that? They're helping all these people with their tech problems. I talked to a lot of my neighbors, oh yeah, we'd love to use you guys, but we're just gonna go to Microsoft, they do it for free. Okay, (laughs) We, we, we don't work for free, we can't beat that. So now they did it for a branding reason, but they did a bad job. They market it as a place that people can come in for free support. That was bad. Okay. Even Staples and some of these other stores like, like uh, Best Buy and other superstores, they don't, they don't do support for free. Right. Right. Unless you buy something. So Microsoft is really getting kicked in the behind. And now they're saying, okay, gee, we don't want to lose our presence. So what are they going to do? They're going to close all these stores and maybe more, and they're going to try to open up something called an experience center. Now, where did experience come from? One of the greatest pioneers of all time and the, and the um, fan of all children, or I say not the person, but what they created. Do you know who I'm talking about? You're talking about you had Walt to take Disney? one guess. <laughs> I'm talking about Walt Disney. You got me. So Walt Disney um, created something called the experience. And when I was only eight years old, I went to their, 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 um, their, their uh, programs. Yeah. And they were these very expensive programs that would give you a very personalized experience. And what they taught us is that when you went to Disney, they had a guest experience. It wasn't about staying there. It wasn't about the food because you could go anywhere for good food. It was about the experience. And this leads me to a very good story that I'm going to tell real quickly. You might have read this book a long time ago. Oh, and the guy goes in and he says, look, I would like to buy, I, I would like to buy, um, I'd like to buy some fish. Okay. Or I'd like to get some meat. Usually it was fish. Guy went into the store and, uh, uh, fish was, let's just for argument's sake, say it was $1.99 per pound. Right. And uh, it wasn't getting a lot of customers. But about two blocks up the road was another store. And they were selling fish for $2.99 a pound. And they were doing a little better. The store was a little nicer. It was still clean, but it had better signage and things like that. And there was another store up the road. And they were doing it for $3.99, okay? And the people were a little friendlier there. 
They even had some uh, um, signs suggesting what people should buy and $3.99, okay? But then maybe about another mile down the road, there's another store. They're selling the same fish for almost six or seven times what the other place was selling, $7.99 a pound. Now you're probably saying, Marcus, John, Marcus, why, why, would, why would you pay almost seven times more? Yeah, why would you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why would we? We always want it. We always know that getting something cheap doesn't mean you're getting the best value, right? And getting, paying the most money doesn't mean you're getting the most value. But I think value, and you probably agree with me, is perception. It is. So we proved that with Disney, that people will pay two, three, four, five times more money to go into a restaurant and have this great experience and have these characters and everything. And they pay for the experience. They don't pay for the food. They pay no, for the experience. They pay for what? The entertainment factor. Yes. That's what made Disney a leader. So what was making this store sell this for $6.99 or $7.99 more? Uh, actually, more, but the price per pound. And they were busy. You couldn't believe how busy they were. In fact, they had people out the door, and they were waiting to get into this place. Mm. And the reason that they were doing the most business, it's real simple. They create an experience. Here's what they did. When you got to the store, they welcomed you. Nice to see you. You got your bag. You stood in line. And they said, what would you like to catch today? And you held your bag out, and they literally threw it into your bag. <laughs> that was just such an amazing experience. They would wrap the fish, and they would just throw it in this big bag, and you'd catch it. And, and it was this experience of being part of the process. And this got people to pay $6.99, $7.99 from the $1.99. So my point is, is that Microsoft is trying to copy that. Yeah. What are they calling their new stores? They're calling them experience centers. They're not the leader in experience. Disney is. But every great capital person always, and business entrepreneur, always seems to take an idea and make it better. So Disney mm -hmm. taught it to us, okay? And now they're going to make an experience center, which I would guess is going to be a place that is going to give you hopefully a one of a lifetime, one of a, light, one of a kind, I should say, experience that no one else is gonna give you in technology. Do I think they're gonna be able to deliver it? I think the answer is no. I think right now, people are not gonna to wanna to leave their homes to experience something. Right. So I feel that maybe if they did this in three or four years, maybe fine, or if they did this a year ago, I think they're too late. Yeah, but the yeah. fact that they're blaming COVID on the fact that their sales are down, shame on them. So they had a very great looking store. So did Apple have a great store? Apple has a brand. Apple charges a lot more. You, these phones aren't worth fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they don't make this phone for more than ten to thirty bucks. Yeah, probably a fraction of okay? the price. A fraction of the price. And when you go in there, I find I don't like going to the Apple store because it takes too long. I went there one time to have my glass replaced my very first time. It was a three-hour process. 
not the job, but all the people I got fingered around to. And then when it came time for me to pay, oh, sorry, we don't take business checks. You're going to have to get into another. We're going to have to get a supervisor for you. So I think if you have an experience, Marcus, you got to keep it simple yeah. and you got to keep it memorable. If something is too complicated, people aren't going to invest the time to even see how wonderful of, 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 a, of a creation you have. So I believe that Microsoft stores, um, you know, they fell um, captive to, you know, what Apple did. And they felt that they could just capitalize on what Apple did. And, you know, they, they basically copied the layout, the way the store fixtures were. If you took a look, very similar. Yeah, real similar. You really know, it's, similar. It's, Maybe not exact, but, but the lines were there. The colors yeah, were even there. Even with the glass doors. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, the glass doors and the way they open. It's and very laughable. Signage. It was just Apple... Apple, whenever they do something, they do the research. Microsoft, as good of a company as they are, they always seem to be very cash hungry. You know that? Yeah. They want the next version out, but they don't seem to do a good job on the version they have. Now, we have Windows 10 out, right? Windows 10 Pro. There's a new version coming out. I'm not rushing to get it. Uh, we are a beta tester. And... Uh, I generally don't recommend it for a while. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, what is uh, the new version of Windows? Everybody's waiting because now when the new version of Windows comes out, uh, Windows 10 uh, actually came out May 2020, and it was the update to 2004. And so the question everyone's probably asking right now, uh, and, and, and I have some bad news for you, there's going to be no Windows 11. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft's numbers just don't seem to make any, any, any sense. So instead of them releasing a new and different version of the desktop every few years, Microsoft's now uh, trying to take the Apple approach. <laughs> Hopefully they're going to learn and they're going to release uh, a new standardized Windows 10. And um, they're trying this for the people that use mobile, but they're, they're trying to get their money there. So there isn't going to be a new version for your laptop in a while or your PC. That's great. But they're trying to get into the mobile market. Why? Because if they can do that, then they don't have to worry because then they could make money on the hardware. So Microsoft um, is going to come out with, guess what? Windows 12. Because they just can't get, a get away from being Microsoft, right? <laughs> Windows <Yeah>. 12... <laughs> is supposed to be an amazing experience. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Again, see, they're capitalizing on that experience thing. Right. But I have a feeling that, you know, you can push the doorbell button too much. And if you push it too much, what's going to happen? Now, it's like the person that it was crying wolf so many times. The wolf really came. And then when he really needed the wolf, they kept calling falsely. And then when they needed them, nobody came. Oh, yeah, we're not coming out this time. So people are going to get tired of that. But the Windows 12 uh, is going to be offered free. You're going to like this. To anyone that's using Windows 7 and Windows 10, even, listen to this. Now, this is a little mm. bit funny. Even if you have an illegal or a pirated copy of Windows 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. So that that's tells me something. That tells me that they want to build a reputation. 
right? Yeah. And Windows 12, not to get too much into that today, um, it, um, Windows 12 is supposed to get uh, more than one battery charge. Uh, Microsoft's going to give a date for uh, the release of this. Uh, they're hoping within a month or two, we're hoping. So they're saying that within a month or two, they're gonna have the release date or maybe the product. It's going to um, be very easy to use, they're claiming. Um, that Windows 12 is going to surpass all of your expectations for an operating system. I don't think it's gonna make breakfast though. The new version of Microsoft's operating system is going to be part of this new company strategy, which I'm not sure if you've heard about, but Windows 12 is being given free. Anyone that has 7, 10, or even pirated software. So we don't condone pirated software, right? But why right. are they doing this? Well, <laughs> um, they're doing this to kind of rebuild their reputation. And this direct upgrade that they're coming out with uh, is going to result in some choking. <laughs> Unfortunately, when a new operating system comes out, well, sorry, even though it's free, your system can't handle those requirements. So it may be time for you to get a new computer. They're hoping that you're going to go to them and get one of their tablets or something that's going to run. That's what they're hoping. Um, and they're also hoping that, um, you know, if you've been so unhappy with 7 or 10, I think 10 has been pretty staple. Uh, but the Windows 12 is going to be a very similar install to Windows 10. It's going to be a USB stick for those who don't have CD and DVD drives. Or you're going to be able mm -hmm. to download it, and you're going to be able to run it on your computer. So that's going to be, you know, pretty straightforward. The color line now is, is going to be a green bar at the bottom. It's going to start out with initialization and the copying of the files, the transfer, initialization of the program, uh, and then they're going to delete all the pre-files that you need. So you're going to upgrade from a previous version and um, Microsoft is going to work very hard on providing more active content. We saw that in Windows 10, such as on your screen uh, and seeing all these wonderful things across the world, but nobody knows where they came from or like where they are. They just keep changing. Uh, yeah. So I feel that, uh, you know, you can use the window, the, the preview version of Windows and it's gonna be advisable for those that don't know if this is the system for them. But the fact that they're giving it away free, they're doing this because they're hoping that this is going to hit the media very strong. And you know when the media blows something up, well, that's pretty priceless, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So Microsoft is trying very, very hard to get their reputation back. I've often said that you could take years and years to build that impeccable, trustful, quality reputation with a friend, partner, or business associate. And you know, Marcus, in a fraction of a second, you can destroy it. Wow. Wow, John. You know, uh, I'm really blown away by, by, by the amount of uh, information you've been provided here today. And I'm sure the audience is too. You know, you have really, you know, helped, helped us out here today and uh, really, you know, took us into what's ahead and um, what to look out for. Um, you know, uh, with that being said, you know, tell, tell us, you know, more about, you know, Jake. JMOR, you know, um, 
you know, this, the services you, you, with GMLR Connection Inc. Uh, with the services you, you provide and, you know, um, and where to find you? Sure, uh, Marcus. So, so uh, we're a technology company that's 29 years young. You can visit us on the web at jmor.com. We make IT easy and we engineer technology to grow your business if you are a business. So that means that we can help you take the technology you have and harness it and actually figure out how we can utilize as much of it as possible without having to invest in all new technology. Because you might just need some tweaks or some minor upgrades. Uh, you may not have to throw the whole kitchen sink out. So we try to do that always first. And during the uh, COVID-19 times, we operate very safely. So you can be rest assured about that. We help people across the globe remotely, and we'll always try to do things in a remote manner so it's in the safest fashion. But if we cannot, obviously like change a hard drive, and you know we're based in New Jersey, and Frank likes New Jersey. We do cover New Jersey right now. And if we can help you remotely, then we're gonna deploy a technician at a safe, convenient time for both of us. And when we can get one of our techs out there, we're going to wear a mask, practice our safe social distancing, and uh, you know, make sure you're comfortable um, with the services we provide because we know it's not just about giving you quality professional uh, computer services and advice. It's about doing that in the best manner for your safety as well as our team safety. Um, it's a partnership. And uh, we're all about education. I'm sure you've, you've seen from these programs. We're about education. And we know there's a lot of uh, superstores out there. And I'm going to leave you with just a couple things. You know, don't play games with superstores. <laughs> we, will fix your we will fix your technology problems right the first time. And if you want to get on our uh, VIP private uh, notification list so you can learn about offers and new things that we're sharing, as well as uh, updates about technology that you need to be aware of, you can actually opt into our uh, SMS private text list. And you can do that by just texting uh, IT, that's I-T-S-U-P-P-O-R-T to triple eight triple one. That's I-T-S-U-P-P-O-R-T to triple eight triple one and you will uh, be on our list. And if any time you want to get out of it, you can. We do not sell our list or give it to anyone. We do value your privacy. Uh, so I think when you choose a technology company, you've got to be comfortable. Uh, you've got to have a partnership with them and know that they have your best interests in mind. We always try to make our clients know that not only may there be an upfront cost, but there's also a maintenance cost. We try not to let anything be hidden from you so that you understand what's involved and that it's going to be the best thing for you down the road, not necessarily the best thing for our pocket today. We look for that long-term relationship. And like I said, Marcus, we are all about education. Definitely uh, check out uh, many of our unboxings. Uh, we just recently did a Dyson V7 uh, unboxing, and this is what great things we do. We talk about some of the technology that you may not necessarily buy because it might be cheaper, and you feel that, oh, it's a cheaper price, so maybe I shouldn't buy it. And then we also do a review in a later video. So we do an unboxing and we do a review. And incidentally, if you or someone you know has a product that you'd like us to uh, actually um, uh, review, you can contact us uh, through our website or you can message us on uh, YouTube. 
and we will be more than happy to get back with you. And if it's a product or service we'd like to review, we'd be happy to give you a little token, a little uh, Amazon or another gift card just to say thank you uh, for giving us the opportunity to uh, review your product. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, well, thank you so much for that, John, and uh, all that you're doing to support, you know, all the, all of the, you know, uh, people out there in the, in 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 our country and in abroad, you know, who, you know, who wants to, you know, stay up to date uh, with uh, technology and or who wants to have their very own uh, uh, technology uh, issues uh, resolved as well. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, you know, uh, we we look forward to doing this again uh, next week uh, and hopefully we won't uh, close the show uh, immediately <laughs> and then we have to reopen it back up. Uh, so, uh, uh, so we now, will, now we're going to close it. We're going yeah, we, uh, to close, close, close it. We're going to close the show. We're going to close it. The, close it the right time. And someone just asked me before, I actually got a message before, you know, John, do you just review computers? And I, I think the answer just to answer this again, it's no, we review <laughs> any type of technology. Uh, from a portable little camera like this to iPhones to uh, other devices, smart devices in your home, thermostats, all the way up to large appliances, and we even get into cars. Nice. Indeed, indeed. Uh, thank, thank all that's uh, watching you know, uh, as well. Uh, we, we've got a, a ton of people watching on Facebook, uh, so thank you guys for um, tuning in. And, thank you, uh, thank you very much, guys. And uh, those who are on YouTube as well, and and on uh, and on IG, uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, those who are on on thank the you. Thank um, you. podcast stream, we appreciate you too. Tell your so, friends, share it with share it with everyone you know that wants to learn about technology. This is the place you want to be. The Jay Moore Tech Talk Show every week. At what time, Marcus? At uh, four fifteen p.m. Central Standard Time and five fifteen. Uh, 15, 15 <laughs> Easter Standard Time. Okay. That's right. All right. All right. Until next time. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 888 That's IT support to 888 and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm gonna do this to protect myself. Do it for them, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org.